Chapter 1 and Dedication of the Story of Sir Walter Raleigh. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Aaron Lebowitz. The Story of Sir Walter Raleigh by Margaret Duncan Kelly. Chapter 1 The Devon Sailors and Their Strange Stories and Dedication. Dedication To Alexander Duncan Dear Zhang, I know you love fairy tales and stories of strange adventure. The story of Sir Walter Raleigh's life is as wonderful as any fairy tale, and it is also true. He lived in the days of Good Queen Bess, when the New World had just been discovered, and brave men were sailing forth to seek glory for their country. Many Englishmen went to the New World, but Sir Walter Raleigh was the first who thought of making another home there for some of his countrymen. He was one of the heroes who helped to make our little island of Britain a great empire with many lands beyond the sea. This is why we shall never forget him. Your loving cousin, Madge. Chapter 1. The Devon Sailors and Their Strange Stories More than three hundred years ago, a great queen named Elizabeth ruled over England, but the people loved her so much that they called her Good Queen Bess. At this time, England did not own any lands beyond the seas. The Spaniards said that all the land beyond the Atlantic Ocean belonged to Spain, because the Spanish sailors had been the first to discover America. Every year they sent many ships to this new world to bring back to Spain the rich treasures they found there. This made the English sailors very jealous. They too wanted to sail across the sea, and to bring back gold and silver. The bravest English sailors lived on the coast of Devonshire, in the southwest corner of England. These men of Devon hated the Spaniards more than any people in the whole world. If the Spaniards caught any English sailors in what they called the Spanish Seas, they flung them, loaded with irons, into dark dungeons, and sometimes they tortured them. But this cruel treatment did not stop the Devonshire seamen from sailing to the New World. It only made them more anxious to go and beat the Spaniards. They knew they were better seamen, and they thought they were better fighters than the Spaniards. They used to say that one West countryman could fight five Spaniards any day. So they set sail for the Spanish seas and boldly attacked the great treasure ships. Sometimes they landed on the shores of the New World and traded with the Indians who lived there. The Spaniards were very cruel to the poor Indians, and the Indians were glad to help an enemy of Spain. Sometimes the English sea dogs, as they were called, even attacked the Spanish ports and seized the treasure as it was lying on the beach, ready to be shipped off to Spain. The king of Spain was very angry and asked Queen Elizabeth to punish these English sailors. He called them pirates, as indeed they were, but the English said that they were not pirates because the treasure did not really belong to the Spaniards, since they had robbed it from the poor Indians by cruelty and torture. They said it was a good deed to punish the Spaniards for their wickedness. As for good Queen Bess, she was proud of her brave sailors, and wore in her crown some of the jewels they brought back. At this time, when so many Devon men were risking their lives for glory and for gold, there lived in the beautiful Devonshire Manor House a boy called Walter Raleigh. He was a tall, strong boy with dark hair and bright brown eyes. He could box and fence and ride and swim, and he knew how to manage a boat. He was clever, too, at school, and very fond of reading. 
but he loved best of all to listen to the wonderful stories of the sailors who had roamed in all parts of the world. All his spare time was spent on the shore, watching the ships and talking to the sailors. Sometimes the sailor had a ghastly tale to tell. He had been captured by the Spaniards and had been racked and tortured in Spanish dungeons. He could show his scars and could tell, too, the wild adventures by which he had at last escaped. Sometimes another sailor, with his fingers sparkling with jewels and a Spanish dagger by his side, would tell how a little English ship had captured the great Spanish galleon laden with gold and silver and jewels. He would show his velvet hat in which a bird with glittering green and gold feathers was fastened with a golden clasp and would talk of the strange country where such birds lived. Often the sailors talked of a wondrous city, where even the roofs of the houses were made of gold. They had not seen the city, but next voyage they hoped they would. As they talked of it, their eyes sparkled, and one of them leaped up, shouting out, Oh, who will join jolly mariners all? And who will join, says he, oh, to fill his pockets with the good red gold by sailing on the sea, oh. Walter listened with a beating heart. He longed to say that he would join. He longed to explore that marvelous new world. He longed to see that wondrous city. But most of all, he longed to fight the cruel Spaniards who tortured the brave English sailors and the poor Indian people. He knew that he was still too young to sail away to the Spanish seas. He had still much to learn. But he resolved that when he was a man, he too would fight Spain and win glory for England. As he turned from the beach to go home through the beautiful Devonshire lanes, he could hear the sailors singing. Westward ho, and a rum below, and hurrah for the Spanish main, oh. End of chapter 1